All right, my homies, get ready to be wowed again by the phenomenal guest, my girl, Dr. Louisa Nicola. This neuroscience whiz has an all-access pass, guys, into the mind of top-tier athletes and amazing CEOs. And she works with them on how they optimize their brain and what they can do to make sure they take care of their brain so they can keep showing up and performing at that freaking high a level. We're making brain health sexy here, my homie, as we talk about it and why it's so freaking crucial for every single person. You don't have to pick up a basketball in order to make sure that you optimize your brain. What's your dream? What's your goal? How are you going to get there? Your brain is how you get there, my homie. So don't take this episode lightly. I certainly don't. And I'm obsessed with the tips and tactics that she shares. And I'm already implementing them into my real life. Now, today, we talk about why your brain is begging you to get more sleep. We also go into the hidden dangers of alcohol and weed. Yes, sadly, guys, all of you who enjoy a glass of wine or a smoke at the end of the day, I'm sorry to say it doesn't help your brain. Surprise, surprise. And then we also talk about how the path to more money, better health and success begins with optimizing your brain to make sure it can perform at a high freaking level. Before we dive into the episode, guys, though, if this or any other episode of Women at Impact brings you value, I plead and ask you to share it with your homies. The goal is to create global impact for us women, and I can't do it alone. And so I am rallying, crying, all of you ladies out there that's listening to share it with your homies. Let your friends know about Women of Impact. Post it on your IG stories or whatever social platform you're on, um, and let's spread the word together. All right. Let's dive in now with my girl, Dr. Louisa Nicola. Yeah. Wow. I never thought about like the brain and the, the safety thing. That's so powerful. Yeah. Um, and the thing about women taking care of men, like, and relationships actually, it does really go back to even what I was saying earlier, whereas like, I want to take care of myself and not get Alzheimer's for my husband's sake. Like, and to be honest, so I smoke weed and that's like my one no, vice. No, I know, I know. And we got to talk about it. We must talk about it because I'm in a place where I don't deny whether something's good or bad, right? And so I really want to know the truth. I know, I want to know what I'm doing. Um, but I, I do like it. And so I was like, yeah, you know, I have a vice. But now I'm just knowing everything that I know, learning everything that I'm learning, especially when it comes to the brain. I've done so much research and my own studies on the gut because I've had my own gut health problems. And one of the things was have smoke weed. It'll make your, your gut feel better. And so I really lean into that. But now obviously realizing how much damage it's doing to my brain, I want it for my husband's sake. I want to now actually change because I'm just like, I actually like it. it enjoy it and so if it actually trims off a couple of years going back to people just need to make the decision for themselves yeah okay you know what i'd probably sacrifice that but because of my husband i'm like i know what it would do to him yeah this is a great segue into sleep and i want to tell you this and i don't know who needs to hear this but weed isn't helping you sleep it's also probably not helping you calm down okay so we need to cut the weed a lot of my athletes actually are smoking it. And I said, just, I will, if you don't stop, you, you get kicked out of neuroathletics. Wow, yeah. really? Because I can't do my work mm. and, and do what I need to do if you're going to be smoking and drinking. Interesting. So why do we, let's not even focus on weed. Let's focus on the fact that we need sleep. 
Sleep is a core pillar. Now, I know there's mothers out there and they're going to attack me and say, Louisa, I've got newborns. I don't sleep. I understand that. And it's hard. So we need to figure out, we need to understand what is sleep so we can get on board with it. And I treat sleep as if it's an Olympic game. Treat it as if you need to train for sleep. You need to warm up for sleep and you need to prepare for sleep the moment that you wake up. In fact, you need to prepare for it the night before. Okay. So sleep is broken up into four stages. So we've got stage one, that's when you're falling asleep. Stage two, you're in light sleep. So if you hear a loud noise, you'll probably wake up. Then I would say within like 40, 45 minutes, you're in stage three. Now, the the only two that I want people to really be aware of is stage three and stage four. Mm. Stage three is slow wave sleep. It's also known as deep sleep and it's non-rapid eye movement sleep. So freaking important. Two things that happen in this stage. Okay, first of all, we get the release of hormones. Women, we get, you know, estrogen gets released. Men, testosterone is getting released during this stage. Okay, we also both, both genders get a massive release of growth hormone. Growth hormone is responsible for protein synthesis. So it's responsible for the repair and regeneration of your muscles. So if you are going to the gym, you're repairing everything that occurred at the gym during deep sleep. Okay, that's the first thing. The second thing that happens is we actually clean our brain like a washing machine during deep sleep. Mm -hmm. So you know our body, how we've got a lymphatic system? Mm -hmm. We've got one in our brain called the glymphatic system. Now we have specialized nerve cells in our brain. They're called glial cells. It comes from the Greek word glue, okay, glia. It means glue. And that's what they do. So they stick to other neurons. Now what happens during deep sleep specifically, they shrink. So if they're over here, they shrink in size And this allows for the fluid in our brain, cerebral spinal fluid, to wash through like a washing machine. It's called the the perivascular space, so inside. And the cerebral spinal fluid goes through like a washing machine and it gets all of the toxins from the day, the debris, and it cleans it out. And it only shrinks while you're sleeping in that deep sleep. In that deep sleep. Now get this. One of the toxins that builds up is amyloid beta. Amyloid beta is one of the hallmarks of Alzheimer's disease, which makes sense, right? Because Alzheimer's disease patients, the pathology of it, right? They don't get to sleep much because of, you know, this state. They don't, you know, they have disrupted sleep. But because of disrupted sleep, we can raise our risk of Alzheimer's disease. So it is a Mm. cycle, right? So we need to be sleeping. So what's a good marker of this? Well, you can wake up because you don't have to have an aura ring or a whoop strap. If you wake up and you're groggy, you've got brain fog, you're cloudy, you've probably not tapped into that system, okay? So deep sleep, we need to be getting into it. What blocks deep sleep? I'm sure you're going to say weed. Weed and alcohol and light exposure. Mm. Ethanol, 
which is the active ingredient in alcohol, is killing your brain cells. No amount of alcohol is good for the brain. I don't care if you say to me, Louisa, what about the people in Sardinia who are drinking red wine? My rebuttal to that is the people living in Ikeria, in these Greek islands, don't have the stress that we have. They also don't have the food that we have. And they're probably sleeping a lot better. So imagine your brain as a bank, right? Federal government, your brain is a bank. Your, if you withdraw from the, let's say the sleep bank, that's not good. Okay. But you need to make sure that you've got reserves around here as well. So don't drink mm. because you've already taken maybe some sleep away. If, cause you're, ne- we're all human. You're not going to be. 10 out of 10 for absolutely every single account. So if you have a glass of alcohol, if you maybe smoke some weed, you also don't sleep well, you also don't hydrate, you also had a bad day, look at all the the money that you are withdrawing, all the accounts, okay? So no amount of alcohol is good for the brain. Now, how can I back this up by science? There's a wonderful study that was done in the journal Nature, a really high stringent journal. I posted about this and it showed that moderate drinkers, for women, this is seven drinks a week. And that means seven drinks at, within a seven-day time. So you can have your seven drinks in one day or you can have them spanned across right, the week. Right. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay, so... Seven drinks a week. You are now classified as a moderate drinker. For men, it's 14, right? By the way, it does not matter if you're getting three glasses of vodka, okay, and four glasses of red wine. It's seven drinks. What they found in that individuals who are having seven drinks or becoming moderate drinkers, either male or female, you are getting a decrease in gray matter volume, and white matter volume. So explain what that is. So don't mind. our brain is comprised of gray matter and that sits on the outer portion of our brain. It's like the cerebral cortex. Gray matter just means it's got the cell bodies. Got it. Okay. That's where all the nucleus is involved. Now, remember at the start, I told you about the axon. That's the white matter. Okay. That is where all of our myelination happens. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of myelin? Mm-hmm. Okay. This is where conduction happens okay conduction of thought conduction of muscle movements it all happens down that myelin okay so it's myelinated Mm -hmm. neurons that is called white matter so that's the white matter this is the gray matter you are killing both areas of the brain through drinking so ethanol is not just disrupting sleep you're not just blocking sleep you're also killing neurons. And can you get those neurons back if you stop drinking? Adult neurogenesis does not exist in humans. So in England, where drinking is legal at the age of 18... And pro- Australia. ...is probably quite young. Yeah, if brain hasn't fully developed. Not just that. Let's not even talk about it. You're building habits. Oh, yeah. Okay. Remember, every behavior your brain will learn good or bad. Good behavior, it learns it because you you produce something and you go down this highway. Yeah. Okay. The axon, that's when you go down the highway, your myelin sheath gets thicker. Okay. You go down that highway again, it learns that highway. So it's mm. like, okay, it's a habit. The more times you drink, the more times you reinforce to your brain, it's okay. 
And then also, so again, I want to make sure I personally never have judgment on people in that sense of if you hear the information and you still choose to because that's yeah. the life you want, amazing. I'm always just trying to make sure that we don't trick ourselves. And so that's why even though I smoke weed, it's important for me to talk about because I don't want to trick myself. Yeah. I don't want to trick myself into the old belief system that I had that actually served me at the time, right? Which is like, no, no, smoke weed is going to be great for your gut. Mm. Um, and so it's super important that we talk about this. I don't want people to, at least for me, like I'm not judging them. Go ham, guys, if you really want to. I would just advise if you want to have a healthy brain in everything that we're saying yeah. don't do it and then one thing I'd also like to talk about when uh, with the alcohol thing is just the inflammation oh, and yeah. what inflammation does to your brain and then the things that cause inflammation yeah this inflammation thing is really is really tough right so remember how I told you about the arteries okay and then the walls mm -hmm. of the arteries what happens in cardiovascular disease okay or even in brain health okay these arteries like i said they are responsible they're like tunnels or tubes and they that's where all the blood flows with cardiovascular disease what happens is we either get narrowing of those arteries okay and we get plaque that builds up inside which ends up being an occlusion of of blood what happens then in our heart we get a heart attack mm -hmm. in our brain it's called a stroke in our lung, it's called a pulmonary embolism. But I want people to understand that a stroke is the exact same everywhere. It's an occlusion of a blood vessel. We can have a stroke in our brain. We can have a stroke in our heart. It's just called a heart attack or a stroke in our lung. Okay? It's pulmonary a brain embolism. attack, I think you call it, right? Or a brain attack. How do we get narrowing? Well, if our tunnel, okay, or this tube is, if the wall of it, becomes indented it becomes smaller right mm -hmm. we'll get narrowing of that one way that ha that happens is through inflammation it makes the lining of that artery mm. weak okay so that's one reason why chronic inflammation is bad another reason is it disrupts the mitochondria within our cell and metabolic dysfunction is at the heart, and I would say at the center of a lot of these disease states, cancer, neurodegenerative diseases, and cardiovascular disease. Mm -hmm. And in fact, I think what we need to talk about as well is energy. We all want energy. We need energy to survive. We need energy to think and focus. How do we deplete our energy? It's with disrupted mitochondria. Mm. Okay. So this is another reason why we don't want to be, you know, inducing that inflammatory response yeah the only time you need inflammation is when you are exercising really because you need an inflammatory response to get a hypertrophy and strength which by the way yes you've totally ruined my uh cold plunges that i was doing right after my workout because i literally just adopted it like a week i was i'm gonna do a cold plunge every day i'm gonna do yes. it right after my workout and then i heard you say yeah don't do cold plunges as soon as you've worked out because you want your muscles to have a bit of that inflammation yeah you do so you block this hormetic response mm. so you need the inflammation the inflammation gets driven to the muscle and it regenerates and it gets stronger and bigger but if you go through and block it because that's the beauty of a cold bath it blocks the inflammation then you block what you've just done at training yeah if you have big beautiful incredible audacious dreams for your online business but you actually lack the confidence in your ability to then actually make it happen 
then I promise you, my homie, and I say this with all the love and compassion in my heart, your company will never get where you want it to go. I've been there, guys. In Growing Quest, I had to face myself every day. I didn't know what I was doing. And I really wish that I had Shopify at the time. Because when you choose to grow your business with Shopify, you have everything you need to make your dreams a reality. Now, Shopify is an all-in-one global commerce platform that helps you at every stage of your business from launching your business to hitting a million dollars shopify has got you completely covered and with their incredible magic ai award-winning customer service and the internet's best converting checkout you literally have everything you need to make all of your amazing businesses dreams a reality and that's exactly why i adore and love shopify if you're serious about growing your freaking badass business and you want to build your confidence and have faith then shopify is here for you so go over right now and sign up for just one dollar a month with your trial period at shopify.com slash lisa all lowercase guys again that is go to shopify.com slash lisa right now to grow your business no matter where you are and what stage it's in one more time that's shopify.com slash lisa you won't regret it if you're struggling to find the energy just to do the things that you love or are absolutely exhausted because you can't get a good night's sleep to save your freaking life or you feel like that fogginess in the brain just won't lift, I want you to listen up, my homie, because I've been there too and my confidence was so damn dented from feeling badly about myself for so long that I'm sure you have felt the same. And I had no idea that a lot of these symptoms actually stem from a minerals deficiency that is super common and also totally solvable, which is why I'm absolutely obsessed and love and take B mineral liquid supplements every single day. So I know for a freaking fact that I'm getting every essential minerals my body needs in the right ratios. And I just absolutely love how simple it is, guys, because you don't need a kitchen full of minerals and supplements and all the Ziploc baggies to take them all. You just need one small serving per day and that is it. So when you're super busy, you can go and get it with ease. So guys, I really, truly recommend that you give Beam Minerals a try right now. Head over to beamminerals.com and enter code NYBBS for Nurture Your Bad Bitch Soul at checkout for 20% of your first order. That's beanminerals.com and enter code NYBBS, Nurture Your Bad Bitch Soul at checkout for 20% off your first order. Go check it out, guys. You won't regret it. So protocol, three hours outside of exercise before or after, get into your cold plunge because cold plunge is amazing. Oh my God. It, it, I, being Greek, I'm, I'm always like, my blood, you know, I, my genetics don't like the cold. Yeah. And so again, every time I realize I'm giving myself an excuse over something, I have taught myself out of a habit to go, that means you have to do it, Lisa. Yeah. So when I was like, cold plunge, I could never do that. Yeah. Like my blood, I'm a Greek person, guys. Yes. And then I was like, oh shit, that means I have to do it. Give it a week. Like that's always what I'm saying. Do it for seven days. Yeah. If you, after seven days, Lisa, you choose not to do it, at least you've given it a shot. But now you know it's not the excuse part. And I started to do it. And as I'm doing it, to me, it was about doing the hard thing. Yeah. So it was like, I freaking hate the cold. I don't want to do it. Oh my God, I just did it. Wow. Yeah. You go, Lisa. Like that encouragement Dopamine. thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. Not just that. When you actually get into cold, you get, one of the best things about cold is you get a profound release and rapid release of norepinephrine. 
Mm. And what does that do? Norepinephrine is beautiful. It's both a neurotransmitter when released in the brain and it's actually a hormone when Mm. it's released in the body. But in the brain, this neurotransmitter is involved in vigilance and focus, which is why when you get into it, you feel, feel, I can take on the day. Yeah. So it's great. So um, how long is uh, ideal that I should do it for? Because I need to know how many songs I have to play. Because again, that's my thing. If I'm going to be in there, I have to sing. What temperature is it? Um, in Celsius or in Fahrenheit? Oh, I know Fahrenheit. Is it 40? No, it's like 55. Okay, you should be I generally know. doing uh, that for, yeah. how long are you getting in the bath for? I was only doing it for like a song. So three minutes. Well, that's fine. If you're if you're doing it at the, if if you're doing it over fifty degrees, maybe you want to stay in there for around you know f- five minutes. Yeah. Okay. But instead of getting caught up on the timing because everyone's different, get caught up on when you start to shiver. Mm. Okay. You want to induce the shivering response, but you also don't want to stay in the. You you kind of want to get out when you are comfortably cold. Meaning, so you get in. Isn't that an oxymoron? <laughs> That's how it is in science. It's like comfortably cold. So you want to get in where you're shivering and it's like, I'll get out when I just am about to faint, really. Uh, yeah. But don't faint. Okay, yeah, okay. don't faint. But I actually want everyone at home, guys, if you're listening, I be- try it for seven days. Just give it a shot. If you hate it, you can tell me, drop in the comments that you yeah. hate it. But I'm telling you, give it a shot for seven days and then let me know how you feel. I guarantee you, you freaking love it. Also start with a cold shower if you don't want to. Oh, yeah, start, oh. just start to work your way up. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, sorry, I completely derailed yeah, us we from derailed sleep. we derailed from sleep. Because so we're I really to deep sleep. Yes. Okay, so you've blocked sleep. Okay, so we yeah. now know that yeah. alcohol and, and weed is blocking our sleep. It's sedating us. So you're just knocking yourself That's out. Right. Yes, sedating. sedating. Yes. That's deep sleep. So we now know the importance of deep sleep. Then we have stage four, which is rapid eye movement sleep. You'll see it on your O-ring REM sleep. Mm. It's involved in memory consolidation and learning. So this is where when we're in this phase and actually on an EEG, what you see is you have a horizontal eye movement. So your brain, actually, you're completely paralyzed from the neck down, but your brain actually mimics an awake person so you're right that's where the name came from rapid eye movement sleep your eyes are going in horizontal motion and that's why we know you're in rapid eye movement sleep Mm. things that block it are exact same thing stress uh light exposure alcohol sleep um if anyone does have a wearable in terms of times and percentages your total sleep time, so 20% of your total sleep time should be made up of REM sleep. Mm. Is there an ideal amount of sleep for a man versus a woman? My husband always gets way less sleep than I do, and he feels great. Does he? Yeah. So <laughs> That was a sarcastic yeah. answer. <laughs> so how many hours? I don't know how many hours, but look, everybody is different, okay? Yeah. You know, LeBron, big man, obviously is exerting so much energy throughout the day would most likely need a lot more than other people. It depends on your, first of all, it depends on how much output you are doing throughout the day. But as a general rule of thumb, you do want to be sleeping minimum seven and a half to eight hours. Mm. Because we know that the studies on sleep deprivation, which is six hours or less, which is, by the way, most of New York and probably most of of, of mothers Mm -hmm. as well, we know that there there was a wonderful study in um, PNAS, okay, really another high stringent journal where they took a group of healthy men, okay, middle-aged healthy men, they subjected them to one week of sleep deprivation of six hours, 
okay? This is what they found. They found a change in 711 genes. Now, 711, what? okay, there's 25,000 genes in the human genome. That means you have an epigenetic change of 3% through sleep deprivation. This is what they found. Half of those genes were upregulated. Half of them were downregulated. Now, the genes responsible for tumor growth were upregulated. The genes responsible for immunity were downregulated. So through sleep deprivation, classified as six hours or less in these human males, resulted in an epigenetic change of 3%. So you are changing your genome through lack of sleep. And you know what the fact that this is one other thing that we have to point out. Who are you giving your sleep deprivation to? Are you giving it to social media? Because that's so, that's really quite, like you should smack yourself across the face, you know? Like who's responsible for your epigenetic change in your diseases? Is it social media? All right, so what if... If it's your kids and that's a different that's, story. But that's what I was going to say. I get so, that. so let's actually talk about that because, so for healthy men... <laughs> God bless him. After a week, like that's obviously very One damaging. That's massive. Week. Yeah. So now actually let's talk about women who have three children. I know. Who do this for 20 years. Yeah. What, what does that actually look like? And look, again, there might not be a solution, right? Because someone's like, well, look, I don't have a nanny. Yeah. My husband isn't around or I don't have a partner. And now I'm looking at it. So they may not have a choice. So assume actually some people may not be, may mm. be in that situation. Yeah. I get that. And I'm so empathetic to yeah. it. And my, as I'm getting older and as a woman, I've, I've kind of think that this is the way I would say it because it doesn't change just because you're a woman. Let's go back to the multiple accounts at the bank. Mm. If you know, and this, I actually do this in my life. If I know I'm going to be sleep deprived one night because I've got an early start and I have a crazy life, right? On and off planes. If I know that, I'm going to make sure that I'm 100 on my hydration, on my eating, on my supplementation, and on my exercise. Not just that, take breaks during the, during the day. So at NeuroAthletics, we have a 10 minutes, okay? I, I don't know what to call it, but I call it shut the fuck up time, <laughs> okay? That's what it is. And I it's, love that. I'm so taking that. It's because I have, look, 99% of my clients are men and it's, I have to change so many things just to cater for their vocabulary. <laughs> and they don't like meditation. They don't like mindful. So I say, okay, just shut up then for 10 minutes a day. And I, I get them to that. completely, it's like sensory deprivation. Okay. That's what I was going to ask. What do they do in that time? Earplugs. Okay. Okay. Eye mask. Just sit there. I don't care whether you're laying down and it's only for 10 minutes. Okay. If you don't want to fall asleep, then don't lay down. But that's basically just shutting down your body for 10 minutes a day. That's all. It's better than telling them to go to sleep. It's better than telling them to do mindfulness because all you do is just put your mask on, put your earplugs in, sit down in a quiet room, don't do anything for 10 minutes, don't move. And what do you see the benefits of that? Oh, my God. Well, they're completely lowering whatever stress that's happening. I get them to do it at 2 p.m. Okay, that's at the peak of when you're like, I'm at the most stressful stage. Okay, mm. you're adding to the bank, the sleep bank as well. If you end up falling asleep for 20 minutes, that's fine because napping, I, I don't see a problem in it. I don't see a problem in napping. Mm. So, yeah. That's what I was going to ask you. I heard you talk about binge sleeping mm. um, and that ideally it's not 
the best thing to do. It's not. Okay, because sleep isn't like a, a debt again that we can repay at the bank. You can't expect to sleep twelve hours in one day, then sleep six hours for the rest of the week.、Mm. Okay, so I call it binge sleeping. I say because we're humans, just focus on sleeping well eighty percent of the time, and that's because we are humans. If we could do it one hundred percent of the time, great. But you do again, maybe sleep five nights a week perfectly, and just cater for those two nights that you maybe. Out or sleep deprived. Okay, I'm now going to block at 2 p.m. every day unless I'm shooting a shut the fuck up time, yeah. Lisa. Yeah.、Um, eye mask and earplugs. You said. Yep. I love that. Quiet.、Room. And it, it needs to be quiet, not like music. Yeah. No. That's、okay. what. That's what the earplugs are because you've got all these senses. Okay. You don't want to be touching anything. You just want to lower the senses as much as possible. If you Google, I also want you to Google the homunculus.、Mm. Okay. I'll tell you how to spell it after this.、Yeah. I've got a little、What、homunculus figure, but what you'll see is this little guy. His hands are ab- obnoxiously like large, which means that your hands take up a lot of surface area in your brain,、mm. and they're just these little structures. But we know that through grip strength, through opposable thumbs, through、um, we've got these you know these receptors all over our hands. So don't touch anything. Just completely sensory deprivation. Deprivation. Yeah, actually, when you say、um, grip strength, I forgot to mention that earlier. That I heard you say, you know, when you were talking about the ball, like it specifically is throwing a ball versus hitting a ball with a bat. Yeah, look, I love tennis.、Um, I've just started taking it up, and it's great for hand-eye coordination, great for the brain. But yeah, this, you know, but it, it also involves grip strength、mm-hmm. as well. But this one is also you're really just, you know, pulsating that grip strength、yeah. as well. Okay, so I actually would love to go through now. If someone's listening, hopefully they're all bought in. I'm going to、yeah, get better sleep. I hope so. I understand why.、Yeah. Now let's go through how people get better sleep、yeah. because again, I'm so freaking tactical, and I just beg of people to try this for seven days.、Mm-hmm. In fact, would you recommend seven, or is like thir- I, I just worry if I say thirty, people aren't going to do it. I want people to try what you're about to explain of how to well, get a best sleep possible. I was actually going to do in July. I was going to do a challenge、oh, for everybody,、shit. yeah, which was just a fourteen day challenge. Okay, and that is just fourteen days of doing everything, as in like we're not we're not smoking. And if anyone's drink、uh, actually smoking cigarettes, which we didn't touch on,、mm, I don't. Oh,、I'm, I assume that's a. Big I'm、no-no. appalled. Yeah, so we won't even talk about the cigarettes. We're not going to be smoking weed. We're not going to be drinking alcohol, and we're going to see. It's like a sleep challenge. Fourteen、mm. days. Let's try and sleep for seven and a half to eight hours. If you wake up, okay, just due to natural body clock, and it's only been six hours, just lay there and force yourself back to sleep if you can. So, if someone was to do that now for sleep specifically, what are the things they need to try、um, that they can do? Yeah, immediate. First of all, timing. Let's talk about that. We need to be sleeping at an appropriate time. Neuroathletics lights out is ten p.m., so we want to be getting you into bed by around nine thirty. And I have a question for you. There, does it depend on、um, the time of year? Because nine thirty in LA, it's just gotten dark,、mm. um, but in the summer. But in the winter, at five pm, it's pitch black. No, because、okay. we work on so our circadian. That's a really great point. Our circadian rhythm is a twenty-four hour clock, and you need to be in alignment with that. Okay.、And、so your body knows when it's waking up and when the twenty-four、okay. hours. And it does matter on the time. It's not like you can go to bed at one o'clock and、no. have the seven and a half hours sleep. Does please、not. explain that because I didn't understand it until I started diving deep into sleep. Yeah. So 
if you're going to sleep from 1am to 9am, that eight hours isn't the same as sleeping 10am, uh, 10pm to 6am. The reason being is really got to do with light. Because if you are awake, you're generally getting light Mm. of any form because you're not going to be sitting in a pitch black room. Now, what happens is from the time of 10, uh, from the time of 10 p.m. and 4 a.m., we that's when we get the release of our dopamine, which when we wake up tells us, okay, we are up, we are thriving, we are excited, we are ready to go. Light exposure actually blocks the area of your brain that releases the dopamine during that night, which is called the habenula. It rele- it stops the release. So you wake up and you immediately have a blockage of that dopamine. Therefore, you don't get a head start on your day. Mm, and you want to talk about being grumpy all day but, and irritable. Yeah, not just that. You also need to take into consideration Mother Nature. Okay, she. you need to be waking up with the sun, essentially. If you're going to sleep and waking up at 9 a.m., then you're essentially telling your body the following night not to get tired until 9 p.m. because of the 12 and 12. So you really want to get on this 12 and 12 hour clock. Mm. So 10 p.m. is lights out. So what do we do working up? to? Remember, it's an Olympic game, so we need to warm up. We are, we're not going to eat. Okay, we're going to have one and a half hours prior to going to bed of not eating. Mm. That's because digestion takes 90 minutes. You don't want to be digesting food in your sleep. I found three hours for me is the perfect amount. See, everyone's different. Three hours for me, what would happen is when I go to bed, I'd be starving and nothing's stopping me. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. know thyself. Yeah, I will get up and I will eat Mm. and I'll be ravenous and that that would just mess me up. Mm. And a lot of a lot of my guys as well are the same. Really? So it's like an hour and a half. If you can go two, then go two. Second thing is we really want to minimize light, right? We our our eyes are just extensions of our central nervous system. So our central nervous system is awake when it sees light. So trying to minimize light, overhead lighting. Okay, mm. that's that's coming into our eyes. We want to minimize that. So I have floor lamps in my apartment so that means like the i'm still getting light so i'm not pitch black yeah. very dim and these are lights that are on the floor yeah beaming up at you instead of coming down at correct you. yeah and they're very dim so it's like yeah so you've got to have good eyesight in my apartment blue blockers if you don't have those types of lights i caution against that to me it's 95 percent marketing i wear them um but are they really do they may be doing a one percent Really? That's yeah. it? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Your eyes are really susceptible to light at night. So you really, they're weak. So any type of light will, will affect it. Okay. So we've got light exposure. Then something that I've been dabbling with, I don't know if you've done this, is temperature. Mm-hmm. Game yeah. changer. So how are you doing it? Um, I So I've done it with the um, with our AC in our room. And then our AC broke one day and I had one of those um, cold mattress things um and i loved it and then i took it away once our ac started again and then obviously i dive into your world and i was like all right gotta bring it back out well that's yeah that's really important because we now know that in order to fall asleep and stay asleep because that's a the two biggest complaints people Mm. have is trouble falling asleep or trouble staying asleep yeah so in order to fall asleep our core body temperature needs to drop at least two degrees Mm. core now ac is ambient temperature so we need to drop it two degrees. So if we need to be cold throughout the night, 
because our the reason why we wake up is we get an increase in body temperature, which then releases cortisol. Cortisol is our stress hormone, wakes us up, gets us up ready to run away from the tiger. Mm. So we need to remain cold throughout the night. If Even if it's 1 a.m. and you get a rise in temperature, you will wake up mm. naturally, right? So how do we do that if we don't have a temperature-controlled mattress? And especially when women, if you're going through like menopause, um, I can imagine that would be... Well, weird. that's why these temperature control mattresses are great because it splits the bed. So if mm. you sleep with someone who's not as a hot sleeper, you can turn their temperature one way and you can turn yours down. Yeah. So what I like to do is you release heat through your the pores of your hands and also from your feet. I tell people sleep with the, your feet outside of the sheets and your hands outside. That's such a smart little genius so, hack. Yeah, a little hack that you can do. Maybe, you know, switch the AC on as well. I know a lot of ACs have timers. Mm. So you can switch it on and off when you need to. Um, so temperature is another big one for training for sleep. Then another one, don't answer emails. Don't don't get on the phone with somebody. You know, I've got a lot of relatives that, you know, really can hype me up. I wouldn't call them at, you know, past 8 p.m. You want to be relaxed. You want to get your brain and body into a state of relaxation so it's primed for sleep. Or like that person in your life, like you said, either it's family or friends that maybe is the person that always is a Debbie Downer or that, um, you know, your partner that may be kind of a, a bit of a wet blanket or someone yeah. that's always in a very negative, like staying away from those people mm. before you go to bed. Have you noticed a pattern, which I'm hoping everyone at home has noticed? The pattern in this entire podcast is you are in control of your brain, okay, and you are also to blame for the state at which your brain is in. We have access to free education. You're doing this podcast. People are putting information out there. So then it comes down to control and discipline. Mm. So you do have the control to do this. I'm just, every time I talk to you, I'm reinforcing the fact that you are to blame. If you wake up and you're tired, okay, apart from genetics or something that has happened, like you do have control over the way that you sleep. You just have to be disciplined. I love that. Yeah, like I want you to blame me. Yeah. Like that, I feel the sting when we're, you we're say gibri, that. We're gibri, we're separate. We That's are. how we got, we're, we're being blamed for everything. <laughs> yeah, we are, yeah, especially yeah. as women. Yeah. Um, if you're trying to put your health first, but actually have no idea where to turn for the relevant, true scientific information that can actually improve your life and your confidence, then I really, truly recommend that you go and check out Zoe Science and Nutrition podcast. Because each week on Zoe Science and Nutrition podcast, the world-leading scientists explain how their research into the latest health, nutrition and gut advancements can actually have a positive impact on your long term health. Now guys, if you know me, then you know knowledge is freaking power, my homie. And the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast makes science actually easy for everyone to understand so that you can actually use the information to make better choices and live a healthier, more energized, confident life. And you know that's what I'm all about. How do I show up every single day with confidence? 
Well, my homie, you cannot ignore your health. And the listener reviews for this podcast actually speak for themselves. And so I'm going to bring up one of them. Joanna's Apple review actually says that Zoe Science and Nutrition is always informative and always understandable and that she's definitely a healthier person listening to this and following Zoe's advice. So if you're ready to join millions of others like Joanne transforming their health, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to podcasts. But look, that language speaks very well with me. Like I, when I wake up, when I had the brain fog, I was like, well, Lisa, you have to figure this out. And it isn't easy. And so finding the right people to like, that's part of the show, right? It's like the, the Trojan horse. Yeah. Like this is for my audience, but really it's for me. Um, because I, I want to improve and I want to get better. And with things like this, I think of myself, okay, there's so much messaging out there, right? A lot of it is definitely for guys. So having you come on that is very much understands us women is super important. And then giving us the information so that I've got the opportunity to make a pivot. Because you better believe, girl, by the end of this, I'm going... I'm buying a tennis ball, I'm buying a, an eye mask, I'm buying earplugs. But all of these things now go, okay, I didn't know this. Yeah. I don't blame myself for it. But now that I do, what am I going to do about yeah. it? And when I was waking up with brain fog, feeling like I was, when I had the worst gut issues, I wasn't sleeping. My hormones were all over the place. And that's the worst I've ever felt about myself. Yeah. And I was bullied and teased as a kid. And it was my gut issues that made me feel badly about myself because mm. I wasn't sleeping, because I wasn't being, I couldn't exercise. Like everything that you're talking about. And it never went straight to the brain. I kind of always thought it was like, maybe it's my hormones and that's why. But that's why this is so important mm. because someone out, I'm really hoping people right now, they may feel lost and they're like, I have this. I didn't know that there was anything I could do. I thought I was stupid. I thought mm. that I was born like this. I thought, I thought, I thought. And now with everything that you're saying is now we have the opportunity to step up. And all I say to people is if you don't do it and you wake up and you have brain fog or you don't have the clarity or you haven't built the confidence because of your hormones and your sleep patterns, Exactly. Like, look at yourself. And I mean that with compassion and yeah. love because I do that to myself as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you know what the exciting thing is? You can make more money with a higher performing brain. You can mm -hmm. get a, you can secure a better job with a high performing brain. You can secure a better partner, a better life partner mm -hmm. with a high performing brain because you start to see things. If you have a weak brain, you kind of are like, you're a bit lazy and, and you, you miss things. You miss those red flags. Oh, did he just do that? Oh, it's whatever. I don't care because it's too lazy because your brain is also, imagine a, a cup, if you will, okay, and the water in the cup. This is your brain. The water in the cup is the energy. With every gulp that we take, every sip, we're just taking energy away from our brain. The sips are thoughts, Okay, so the more thoughts you have, the more sips you take. And if it's all the way depleted and then you see the guy that you're seeing at night, okay, and you've depleted all your energy, you've got a weak brain, you're not going to see the narcissistic qualities, you're not going to see the red flags, you're not going to see the other girl that's texting him, you're just going to let it fly because your brain's just like, I just, I'm, I'm just here to survive because I've got no energy left. Mm -hmm. So build the energy, build the cognitive reserve, build the resilience. So when you do see him at night at 6 p.m. and he does turn up half an hour late, you can be like, red flag. If you're, that, <laughs> if you're that strict. No, I know. But here, but also, I mean, 
but the boundaries thing is something that we talk a lot about boundaries, here. And yeah. boundaries, the big part is how do I set the boundary? And so I've done multiple episodes like that. But also, how do I have the confidence to set the boundary in the first place? Because that's where some yeah. people get stuck. And in everything that you've just laid out in so many beautiful ways to really bring it down to how we can understand it and then yeah. what we can do about it, it's given us so many tools that people can immediately start. Yeah, absolutely. So let's close off sleep. So we now know that sleep is fundamentally a high-performance tool that Unsung we have. Unsung hero, right? Okay, Unsung hero. It's free We've been doing it for centuries and we need to do it more, okay? Train, for, it's sleep fitness, okay? How fit are you in bed, really? Oh, sleep fitness, I like that. Yeah. Oh, actually, there was one more thing, though, about sleep that I haven't tried and I've heard you talk about it and so I need you to convince me to try it. Um, mouth tape. Yes, okay. Um, mouth tape is great. So mouth breathers, uh, you know, this changes your entire face. So if you're breathing at night, you're not getting the adequate amount of oxygen that your brain needs. So sleeping, you know, if you are healthy, maybe if you sleep with somebody else, just in case something happens, try mouth breathing. I uh, try mouth taping. I actually do this when I'm exercising to reinforce Whoa. nostril breathing. Yeah. So you take it, you don't find that tough. I mean, maybe yeah, I, I do. do find it tough. Yeah, I do. And um, a lot of athletes are doing this now. And I know a lot of guys in the bodybuilding space are doing this as well. It's so tough. So explain it to me. So the oxygen you're bringing through your nose is more than the oxygen through your mouth. And it's yeah. purely that simple? Yeah, that's it. We don't even need to go into the mechanism there. Yeah. yeah. I just want people to understand that. You're getting greater amounts of oxygen through nasal breathing. And actually... If I, you know, I, I just go a bit more into it. There's a really great book called Breath or Breathe. Okay. And he talks about the fact of, it talks about our jaw structure and that it's getting smaller because we are mouth breathers now. How is that even possible? It's unbelievable. Yeah. You should like, I don't know too much I into it, but I read that book and it changed my life. And that's actually why most people are now using strips for their mouth. Because they want to have a nice jawline. They want to have a nice jawline. Yeah. Especially the men. But isn't it interesting? It kind of goes back to looks. Yeah. Like I wish that there was a way that we could see our brains and it became just like, you know, people look at cup sizes or booties where it's like, oh, what's your brain like? Oh my gosh. And you should see as you get older, if you compare a 20 year old brain, you do an MRI scan. Mm -hmm. So your brain, you know, it's your brain and then there's some fluid and then there's like the, um, you know, the dura matter, the pia matter. It's like this coating, you know, and then your skull. So between this space, it's very thin. Okay, you've got fluid, the cerebral spinal fluid. But as you get older, that space ends up getting thicker because your brain shrinks and it's unbelievable. I can actually send you the scans of a 20-year-old brain and then like a 90-year-old brain. And your brain is shrinking because parts of it is shutting down? Your brain shrinks because that's what we do as, a, as we get older and then there's neurodegenerative diseases, lack of oxygen. By the way, remember how I told you about the capillaries in the brain, mm -hmm. the, the blood vessels? The first ones to go, are these little capillaries. They're one cell thick. They're the diameter of a hair. And when we get stressed out or when we have hypertension, which is high blood pressure, they're the first ones to go. Whoa. Therefore, lack of oxygen to that little area of the brain that the capillary is supplying your brain with, atrophy. Imagine over the span of 80 years, if you've just completely fucked up your brain and your blood flow, you're going to shrink your brain. We don't want that. Whoa. Holy smokes. Girl, I literally could talk to you forever. We haven't even touched nutrition. Yeah. 
Um, if there's any tips you could actually I give on nutrition. Very fast. I'm not a nutritionist. The nutrition science space is insane. But I'll, I'll talk about some supplements because mm. everyone loves that. And I think they're great. I think we all need to be taking, you know, a And supplements better, more than, better than actual the food itself? Depends. Okay. okay. For my favorite supplement, I'll go to my grave saying that everyone should be taking this is EPA, DHA. So omega-3 fatty acids. It mm-hmm. comes from fatty fish, mackerel, and salmon. They have omega-3 fatty acids and it's broken up into EPA, DHA, and ALA. Now, ALA is the plant form. You can get this from flax seeds and mm. chia seeds. But I try and say stay away from that, okay? Why? Because you need a greater amount of it mm. to get the necessary quantity that we mm. need. Your brain, 57% of your brain is made of DHA. Whoa. Okay, so we need to be feeding our brain what it's made of. Mm-hmm. So if you can get some high quality EPA supplements, my recommendation is four grams a day, which is two grams of each, two grams of EPA, two grams of DHA. And is there a brand? Because I actually, it never dawned on me. I don't know why it never dawned on me, but I was like, oh, no, yes. it, you said that there's some that are just completely misleading. Yeah. So the FDA don't regulate supplements. So it's an extremely unregulated industry, meaning that anybody in the back of their truck can fill a capsule up, a vegetable capsule, put it, slap a label on it and call it a supplement. You don't know what it's laced with. So you need to be making sure that you're getting one that has been certified. Okay. So I take momentous supplements and they have been triple certified. Mm-hmm. They get certified ones, then again, and then just for good luck, we've got it certified three times. So you know that it's pure. Okay. There's, you know, some other great supplement companies out there as well that are doing it, but just make sure it's been certified. Now, EPA DHA is absolutely fundamental. It helps with inflammation, Mm. bringing down Mm. inflammation. It helps with cell membrane fluidity. We want fluid cells to be able to just move and glide through. All right. So, and of course our brain is made of it. And so repeat the, what is, um, foods have this? Yeah. So, Fatty fish. Yeah. Now you said, can we get this from our foods? Have you seen Seaspiracy? It's a Netflix docker. No, but I can guess what it's about. It'll scare you. It'll show you what's happening in our oceans. And all of the fish that we're eating is farmed. Okay. Mm. Unless you're going to a Greek. I just went to Gastelorizo mm. and we were eating fresh fish that was caught from the ocean. We don't have that here in America. So most of the fish you're eating is farmed. So it's completely stripped of the EPA and DHA. So that's another hard thing. And then in Seaspiracy, you'll see even if they do catch the fish, you cut it open and all this plastic is coming out of the – because the fish are eating the plastic. Oh, God. So what do we do about that? Well, we eat the – Yeah, the supplements. The supplements, yeah. <laughs> okay. The second thing for ladies that I really want everyone to know is creatine. So we used to think that creatine was a bodybuilding supplement that just helped with, you know, making bodybuilders bigger. But we now know – that it's extremely apparent in the brain. Mm. So creatine monohydrate, actually, it's a naturally occurring molecule, but it helps with cell energy metabolism. We should be having it. We should. It's a cheap and it's the cheapest and safest supplement on the market. Mm. You should be having creatine every single day. Ladies are scared to take this because they're scared of getting bulky, but they're also scared of getting bloated. It doesn't do that. At all. No. So you can be doing this and having at least five grams a day. Okay. 
Okay, it won't make you bulky. It won't make you bloated. And so what does it do? It helps with cell energy metabolism. So, you know, ATP, which occurs with it, yeah, it mm-hmm. helps with giving us energy. It actually helps create that. Got it. So um, it will help with our energy in general. In and we general. just should take that on a daily basis yeah. no matter what. Especially if you are a, a working woman who needs to be like, Louise, I need my energy needs to be soaring until like eight, nine o'clock at night. It helps with that focus endurance. Mm. All right. That's what I was going to ask, like with your athletes and, you know, your high performers and CEOs, what is the thing that is important for them? Is it usually before you do this big thing that has a lot of pressure, like an hour before, like how do we, um, if we do the daily things, right, the creatine, do that daily no matter what, is there anything that we can do specifically on days where we may have this high pressure or to your point, right, okay, the family's coming into town, my in-laws are here, um, I've got to do extra hours at work and my kids are off school. And so yeah. now I need more energy. Yeah. One thing that your brain doesn't like, it doesn't like to be shocked. It loves routine, which is why I say try and go to bed every mm. night at the same time. Mm-hmm. So if you, yeah, so let's just say you've done everything. You've done, you've slept well. I've eaten, I've hydrated with water and Mm. electrolytes, electrolytes, okay, which actually help your synapses, okay, the the chemical reaction that occurs between two cells. When they fire and create a chemical synapse, they are firing through sodium and potassium. So these are electrolytes. So make sure you're feeding that. And just add that to your water. Add that to your water. Let's just say you've done all that. How else can we prepare for that moment of being under pressure? I like to create a list. Okay, here's another thing I created with my athletes because when you're under pressure, you can come up with so many things that could go wrong. I get a piece of paper and literally I I say, what's the worst that can happen? I get them to write out everything. I could lose money. I could get fired. I could do this. I could do. And if, if the word death isn't on there, I tell them, to just stop it. I say that's I said this is all obsolete. These are just made up thoughts in your head that you have gathered through information because you're lazy, you're gathering these information, you're making up thoughts in your head, okay, to make yourself feel better and to get yourself out of it. Get rid of those thoughts because unless it's death, you have nothing to worry about. Okay? But also, if you wake up every morning and you've got a list of things to do, you're also not going to you, it's going to be better for you and better for your brain because you're not going to shock your brain. Mm, so true. Yeah. Um, okay, is there any other kind of supplements? Or yeah, so we've got EPA, DHA, we've got creatine. The last one is just make sure that your B vitamins are intact. So you can go and get a blood test. If you're low in B vitamins, um, just you know start to take those. We know that they're implicated in neurodegenerative diseases. Um, All of these three supplements, by the way, are also neuroprotective. There's really great studies that are done on high school NFL athletes or high school footballers where they dose them with 20 grams of creatine per day and it actually helps offset some of the damage that happens from a concussion. Mm. So creatine is not just useful in cell energy metabolism, but it also offsets the damaging effects of concussions. How the hell do you get people to be compliant? And what I mean is, is that everything we've laid out today, I get so excited about. Honestly, I, like I dove into well for like 
at least six hours and I've had the most wow. fun yeah. and I've seen all your interviews. I've, I'm literally keeping an ongoing note of all the things that I now need to do, what I need to change because I'm so obsessed with how do I show up and perform at the highest level because I've got a big freaking audacious goal, homie, and I know it's going to take me years to get there. And so how the hell do I show up every day with enthusiasm, excitement, energy, confidence, and just keep going? Um, but I don't think everybody has that. Now, look, mm. I decided not to have children so that I could do this. So there's a lot going on, mm. like the decisions that I've made that have led me to this. But I'm just taking, let's say, someone at home right now that's got their everyday problems and they've got family pressures and all of this stuff. It's a lot for them to do. And so what are, like, how do we help people stay compliant to maintaining their sleep, doing the exercise, um, and then... I'm going to guess your answer. But if someone says, I only have time for one, which one should they be doing? That wasn't going to be my answer, kind of. My answer to that is, ask yourself this question. How do I want to spend the last 10 years of my life? You can very well live, okay, to 100. But what is that worth if the last 20 years you are demented and on a bunch and you are a self-pharmacy. You've got all these medications and you can barely walk. So you have to think about that. And that should be your driving force. If you have kids, you should think to yourself, do I want to be able to communicate with my kids as I get older? Do I want to be a burden on my kids as I get older? Figure out your why. That's 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 actually the first thing. Thankfully for me, I do work with 20 of the world's best athletes. So they are naturally driven. They are naturally wanting to. And, you know, it's hard because when you're already the best, they're like, well, how are you going to get me better? I'm already the best. So I have to get them better than themselves. Mm. So that even makes my job even more difficult. So you have to figure out your why. Where does your motivation come from? Now, let's actually talk about what you said. If I only have room for one, that's hard because I say, well, I think you should first get your sleep. Just you, just work on sleep. I don't say you don't have time for one, okay? For two months, just work on sleep. Because even if you are completely sleep deprived and you try and exercise, right. as you're not going to get the effects. You're not going to push yourself as hard and you're not going to regenerate through sleep. Mm. So just work on one. Just get build up the reserve. Just work. That's all. Just and because I do have some elderly population people that come and see me as well. And I'm like, let's just work on sleep for the next two months. That's it. We'll build up the pyramid. When we've got you sleeping well and you've built all that up, let's now get you exercising. And then we can we can top it off. The top of the pyramid for us is nutrition. Mm. Well, thank you so much. Thank Doing you. so much information. Where can people find you? All the amazing work that you're putting out. Um, so I'm active on Instagram, which is Louisa Nicola underscore. I have a podcast where I share all of this, the neuro experience. And if you are a trainer or a personal trainer, we have a neuro athletics coaching certificate that we do. Yeah. So you can find that on our website. 